It's time for Lawyers for Jesus, a show about the dynamic and exciting interaction of faith and the law. Featuring the attorneys from the law firm Malkin Baker in downtown Chicago. Malkin Baker is nationally known for defending freedom and for serving the people of faith. And now, Lawyers for Jesus. Hello, welcome to Lawyers for Jesus Radio. I'm Rich Baker, an attorney and a partner at the law firm of Malkin Baker in Chicago. We are Christian attorneys who focus on serving the body of Christ with its legal needs. To learn more about us, go to maukbaker.com, that's M-A-U-C-K-B-A-K-E-R.com, or call us at 312-726-1243. Politicians are perhaps some of the most criticized members of our society. I would add, by the way, that many of them are lawyers, so I kind of join in this group as we do this. Today, we will tell you about how you can help in building up the politicians rather than just the criticizing and tearing down that so often takes place. Today, we will be speaking with Sean Lewis, the Executive Director of Civil Servant Ministries, an organization that reaches the political arena for Christ. Through this organization, Sean ministers to, prays for, and teaches the Word of God to Illinois lawmakers and Supreme Court justices. Sean, delighted to have you on the show. Uh, just stepping right in, um, this is a very wonderful, unique ministry. Tell us a little bit about how you got in it and what you're doing. Yeah, thanks, Rich. Yes, I uh, went to seminary out in the West Coast, graduated in uh, 2007, and prior to graduation, someone had said, Sean, why don't you consider ministering to your political leaders? And I just thought, I, who who would do that? <laughs> I was thinking a, of being a pastor. So. <laughs> you know, it's like being called Jeremiah's role as a prophet or something like that, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. So I didn't have much of an interest initially, but the Lord really put a burden on my heart and my wife's as well, where we could see that there isn't, this is a group of people that is constantly in the news. We hear about them all the time, but there's not really a ministry mindset amongst this group of people. Uh, churches tend to be either politically very, very active or politically passive, we could say. They want a lot to do with politics or they want nothing to do with politics. So, but in between, there's really, there, there's not a lot of churches that are thinking, how do, we, how do we approach our politicians as men and women who need to know Jesus Christ? So that me, resonated with me. Let me stop right there because um, I can tell I'm never going to finish this interview because there's so much to ask you. What, what did that burden look like? How, how did this develop? Because it, it really is a, a very uh, unusual and unique ministry. Yeah, indeed. Uh, I, like I said, I was on the West Coast. I was actually in California where I went to seminary, and a gentleman that was, that was ministering there, he uh, took me up to Sacramento, introduced me to some of the lawmakers that uh, are in California, just interacted with them a little bit, and then at some of their annual, I think the an annual meeting maybe in 2007, uh, I attended, got to know some of the guys who were ministering in other states that were doing this, and so through that I, I started to get this perspective that, oh wow, politicians, they're, they're people, and there are other ministries that are doing something like this in a few other states, and and so that just, the Lord used those interactions just to develop uh, I, I could see a line of sight for just what this ministry might look like in Illinois. So, and and let's make that clear. So your ministry here is particularly this state of Illinois rather than, let's say, Washington, D.C. or something like that. Exactly. 
And uh, where 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 are you based? Are you down in Springfield, or or how do you do this? Yeah, uh, based in Springfield, Illinois. I uh, I grew up in Peoria, so uh, I'm familiar with Illinois. So came back to the state, state capital being Springfield. So that's where we uh, planted ourselves for the past twelve years. You know, I as as I look at something like this, how are you received down in Springfield? We we think so often of of our. Um, so many of the politicians is really not being very interested in spiritual things. Uh, we see a lot of the legislation coming out these days. It seems to be very, very uh, negative and things like that. So, so you go to Springfield, what happens? How, how do you meet with people and what's the reception and what's going on? <laughs> or it's the, uh, probably the most terrifying day of ministry was the very first day I arrived in, at the Capitol. <laughs> I was just in my late twenties. I uh, didn't know anything. Didn't really know too much about politics, and I just showed up at the Capitol and started going door to door to all the legislative offices, <laughs> introducing yeah. myself. <laughs> yeah, I've done that, by the way. Not oh. in that, but uh, that's an amazing way to do things. Oh yeah, the first time I did. Now it's second nature. But you know, when I first started, it was really a scary thing. And then sit down with a senator and you know ask how I can pray for him. And I remember the first time I did that, I was kind of shaking. Um, but that wore off very quickly, and I started to see again these are just people. And the ministry, what I do practically week to week, prepare a sermon, put that in print form, and distribute about 330 copies of our uh, like a weekly Bible study throughout the Capitol. So you get to know all the staff members, get to know a lot of the lawmakers, and just develop those relationships. Uh, you're listening to Lawyers for Jesus Radio. I'm Rich Baker of the law firm of Mauk and Baker. If you're just tuning in, make sure to visit MaukBaker.com to hear the rest of this interview. You can also subscribe to our Religious uh, Liberty newsletter and follow us on Facebook and Twitter for legal updates with a biblical perspective. Today, we're speaking with Sean Lewis, Executive Director of Civil Servant Ministries, and we've been talking about what it is to minister, in particular, to Illinois politicians. Sean, you told us you've been going door to door. You make available a sermon. You've gotten to know a number of the um, Illinois representatives and senators. I think you're also involved with the Supreme Court here in Illinois. Uh, tell us yeah. more. What do these interactions go like? I, I, um, I'm surprised that you can um, that a lot of the senators and representatives. Uh, we'll take time with you. Tell us about the, and obviously not in any way that would intervene in, in your relationships with them, but what happens in these interviews? Sure. Uh, I always, well, in the Capitol, uh, you know, lawmakers are so, uh, they're used to having people come in that always have some kind of an agenda. Well, of and that's okay, but come in with some kind of an agenda. They want something. And I really try to, to be the guy in the Capitol that I don't want anything from you. I just want to know how I can be praying for you. And so when you come in with that sort of demeanor and that sort of posture towards them, it just tears down a lot of walls. Uh, they're a little more comfortable. They're a little more open. Um, and then just building trust, you know, over months and years thereafter. I would imagine that in Springfield, trust is a very coveted commodity. It's oh yeah hard to hard to come by. There's a lot because of the drive for power. There's a lot of kind of backstabbing and and going back on one's word. I think that takes place. Am I right on that? 
you're correct. You know, as uh, Shakespeare had, had written that uh, a man may smile and smile and yet be a villain. <laughs> so true in the political arena. So to find somebody that it takes, well, I should say this, it takes a, it can take a long time to develop trust and a, a solid relationship with uh, someone in the political arena. You know, you say that, and I think of a man like uh, Billy Graham as well. Um, mm-hmm. Billy Graham had a real ministry with uh, presidents, and they didn't have to be Republican or they didn't have to be Democratic. It was, if you're a president, um, I want to be there with you. And this sounds like something like that. He was able to develop that trust on a, with a great deal of uh, those who were in, in the president's office. So. Yeah. Uh, how do you how do you do that? All right. You mentioned that you come in and you don't have an agenda. How what are you doing with these uh, men and women to to can it, what you're really doing is building a relationship with them, I would imagine. Yeah. Yeah. And, you start there. Start there with that focus, trying to build the relationship. And uh, I want to be uh, bipartisan. Uh, you know, uh, sin is not a partisan issue. Sin is across the aisle, both sides. Uh, the gospel is not a partisan message. It applies to Republicans as well as Democrats. So I, I want to reach both sides of the aisle uh, effectively. And are you able to do that? Do you find both sides of the aisle receptive? Yeah, you you find in the uh, in the the Bible study with the lawmakers tends to has always tended to be a little more Republican than Democrat as far as the attendance goes. However, one-on-one, just office visits, have some wonderful relationships with uh, people that are on the far right and also the far left. And they understand that I'm not, that uh, there's many things that we probably don't agree upon. But you don't have to go in guns blazing and just firing and, you know, they're people. We really can talk about different things, talk about even the things we disagree about. And that's okay. So just trying to be non-threatening but yet firm on the truth. Well, um, you just opened up so many avenues of conversation there. In our world today, uh, even having dialogue with people that don't agree with us on things is becoming harder and harder. Um, how do you break through? And, and uh, you know, we just see that all the time that, you know, I won't even talk to you because um, you hold this view or that view. How do you break through that? And especially initially. Some of it is a little unique just to, to me, the fact that I go in and say I'm a pastor. So there's automatically a view that this man is a spiritual leader of some kind, you know, <laughs> depending on the lawmaker, just they view me as some sort of a spiritual leader. So there's a, a certain level of respect for that. Um, but if I came in with the title lobbyist, you know, there's just a different, different identity. Not necessarily good or bad, just different identity, but just going in with the idea of that this is a pastor and introducing myself as, hey, I just, just want to know how I can be praying for you. It's not threatening. They know I'm not, uh, not going to corner them in some way. And I would imagine you're very careful then to develop a relationship and not uh, to be cornering them. Uh, Sean, we're about at break here. Coming up, We will talk further with Sean Lewis, Executive Director of Civil Servant Ministries, about the importance of ministering to those in the political arena. Can you give us your website real quickly for listeners? Yes, it's www.civilmin.org. All right, I'm Rich Baker, and this is Lawyers for Jesus Radio. We'll be back. 
Hello, I'm David Smith, Executive Director of the Illinois Family Institute, an independent nonprofit ministry dedicated to boldly bringing a biblical perspective to public policy. Here at IFI, our mission is to support traditional family values, defend biblical truths, and uphold Christian morals. We consider Mauk and Baker our allies in this mission, and we are proud to support them in their legal endeavors. Mauk and Baker is a law firm that upholds Christian beliefs, putting God first. If you ever find your religious liberty and rights as a person of faith under attack, you can trust the attorneys of Mauk and Baker to fight for you. Mauk and Baker has a team of Christian lawyers who seek to achieve justice and advance the gospel through their work. If you have a legal need or question and would like the perspective of a local Christian attorney, contact Mauk and Baker at 312-726-1243 or visit their website at maukbaker.com. Welcome back to Lawyers for Jesus Radio. I'm Rich Baker, an attorney with the firm of Mauk and Baker. Uh, we're based in Chicago and we serve churches, ministries, businesses, and individuals in their legal needs. If you've missed the first part of the show and want to listen online, go to maukbaker.com forward slash radio. Today, we are speaking with Sean Lewis, Executive Director of Civil Servant Ministries, and we've been talking about coming in alongside politicians, not with an agenda or not on a partisan basis, but really as, as a servant minister and being concerned about their needs. Talk a little bit more about being nonpartisan with uh, those that you're ministering to in, in the Capitol. Why is that so important, and how do you do it? Yeah, you. I think as I, we were talking in the break, just how the gospel is not a partisan message. So the gospel, Republicans need it, Democrats need it, uh, the far left, the far right, everybody's a sinner. They need to know Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior. So I don't want to just be a, a Republican-centric, conservative kind of ministry in that pigeonhole. I want to reach both sides of the aisle effectively. And in doing that, um, so does that mean you completely stay away from political views or political issues, or, or how do you handle that? Uh, simple answer, no, I don't completely stay away from politics. Not Not everything is purely just a political issue. There's moral implications, ethical implications, and gospel implications. Uh, the sanctity of life, sanctity of marriage are the only two issues that, when those come up, I do speak with lawmakers in private, not as a lobbyist, but ones that I've befriended, and say, you know what Scripture says. And it's not just my opinion. I use the Word of God, showing in Scripture where this is at, and... Um, yeah, it's ones that I've befriended I'll speak with about those two issues. But apart from that, it's not nearly as clear-cut where uh, you know, whether this is an issue of sin and righteousness. You know, uh, Sean, you raised this, and issues of uh, marriage and issues of pro-life are center front right now in Springfield, and there are many new initiatives being uh, brought forth on those particular issues. So, so what are you seeing with regard to that in Springfield, and how is that affecting your ministry? 
Uh, it's, I wouldn't say it's, it's not dramatically affecting the ministry. I mean, it's, uh, for instance, in our Bible studies, I'm teaching through a book of the Bible, was teaching through Philippians, or teaching through Philippians this year, taught through James, uh, other books as well. So we stick, through, stick to that, let the Word of God kind of determine what, we're, what I'm going to teach on each week. So I'm not just, you know, putting my finger in the air, seeing which way the wind's blowing and what to talk about. I don't want to do that. But when those issues arise, if I have a, a, a good friendship with a lawmaker that, you know, is, is not going to support the sanctity of life in some way, and I have had that happen, speak with that one in a private setting um, and just say, I, I think what you, I'm really concerned about your soul. I'm concerned that you, you, you see what the Word of God says, and that doesn't seem to be having any bearing on how you're voting on, again, on those very clear-cut issues of sin and righteousness. And with that regard, how do how do um, various politicians respond to that? Um, what I'm hearing is that they do have a respect for the Word of God, um, at least to some degree, since they're they're talking with you. How how do they? What do they do with that? Uh, it it, it varies. Uh, I wouldn't say that's very often. It's usually, you know, in 12 years, there's only been a handful of times that I've had uh, a discussion about uh, those two issues with someone. Again, it's there's 177 lawmakers. I'm not a lobbyist. I'm not going throughout the Capitol trying to speak with everyone on, on those issues. Not at all. Um, but those that I've spoken with, there's already been a friendship developed, a relationship, and we'll talk about that. One lawmaker in particular, I think would be worth uh, sharing without using a name, but, uh, you know, far left. And when we met, I wanted to, he just at one time said, you know, why are you here? What do you do? It was, it was, it was a fun conversation, but started talking about a number of different things. But I said, you know, I'm really here because I want to see you come to know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. I said, and, uh, so he asked more about that, what that means. And I said, you know, we got talking about some political issues, uh, but one that I, two that I stuck with were sanctity of life, sanctity of marriage. And I said, these are issues that really, the way that you, your position on these are really an offense to God. And, and again, it's just coming across graciously. And then I asked him if I could pray for him. And he, uh, even to this day, continues to ask me, hey, are you still praying for me? I just want to thank you for that. So we could see we, we totally disagree on those issues. But I was able to be firm and yet gracious and loving to him at the same time. So, in a way, that's almost a prophetic role that you have uh, speaking in in that way. Um, you're listening to Lawyers for Jesus Radio. I'm Rich Baker of Malkin Baker, and we're talking with Sean Lewis, Executive Director of Civil Servant Ministries. And we've been talking about his ministry with Illinois politicians. Uh, Sean, let me turn it a little bit. You, you've got a Bible study running. I understand you're doing Philippians right now. You stick to yes. the text and you don't get into um, uh, political lobbying. But you know what? I'm kind of thinking you are a lobbyist in a way. And, uh, and you do have an agenda, but that agenda happens to be a gospel agenda rather than a political agenda from what I'm kind of gathering in Correct. what you're saying there. And 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 they pick up on that, I believe. Probably they they know that you're not there just to say hi, but but you do have an agenda, but it's a very different one. It's one uh, with their well-being in mind. So um, yes. So let's let's uh, turn a little bit now. Um, I, for one, would probably like to get a hold of some of these Bible studies that you're doing. Uh, how do, how does somebody do that? Yeah, all of our Bible studies are posted online. They're PDF files. 
at uh, www.civilmen.org. All right, and, and uh, they go back so I can look at, I, I know you're doing Philippians. I believe you've done James and some of the other ones. Uh, so yeah. they're all there. We love it. Um, let me ask you a question uh, totally off script. But you mentioned at the beginning of our interview that both you and your wife came to the conviction that this was uh, God was calling you to this. Well, wives are so valuable and important in anyone's ministry. How, how has this worked out for your wife? And, and how, how does that look in terms of your ministry? And her willingness for you to do this, too. This is, a, this is quite a call. Oh, well, it's, uh, I mean, in many ways, I'm a stateside missionary. So I'm raising support, and, and as opposed to going overseas, I'm in the state of Illinois, which, so that, that is helpful. But we do, we'll go to different churches throughout the year. So she'll, she and, uh, and uh, our, three ch- our three children will be going to different churches sometimes to speak. And, um, and then I'm uh, going around the state, kind of raising support to do this, and then being in the capital. Um, sometimes we've had uh, you know, a lawmaker over for dinner or some staff people over for dinner, something like that. Um, but, uh, yeah, she's, uh, a few times she's been able to come to the Bible study. You know, it just depends on her schedule and schedule with the kids and, you know, what's going on. But, uh, no, she's just been a wonderful support. Well, it's, uh, it's vital in anyone's ministry to have, uh, both of persons in the marriage involved in that ministry. Yeah. So let me ask you two questions because, uh, what that really underlies also is, you're in an area where there is real spiritual warfare, um, and there's a lot going on here. So I, I think I have two questions on prayer. The first one would be, uh, how have you seen the power of prayer working in the political arena uh, in your experiences? Yeah, there's uh, several different ways, but one of the most significant for the time that we have is uh, you know, there was a, a lawmaker several years ago that uh, he I don't believe it was, he would say, you know, he, he probably wasn't saved at the time, but he just started reading some of the Bible studies. Like I said, I distribute those all through the Capitol. And the Lord is using that and then using uh, his children and some others in his life really to work upon him. And uh, he started attending Bible study a little bit, started having more interactions, started having, I started having more people praying for him, and he knew that. And uh, he turned his life over to Jesus Christ a few years back, then uh, became very faithful in his church, asked his pastor if he could be baptized. Um, that's a, it's an incredible story right there, and just how people are praying for him and how the Lord was you know, working on his heart and drawing him to salvation. Well, let me ask you this very, very quickly. What are some of the areas of prayer that we could have for lawmakers um, and judges? Yes, pray for their families would be right at the top. All of them, whether they're Christian or not Christian, wherever they're at, pray for their families. It is very difficult constantly being on the road. I remember one senator, a friend of mine, had said he, he would go to, I think, 31 parades during the course of a summer. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> That's a I, lot. I used to Multiple make two. parades a Saturday. Yeah, I, I used to make two, and I know that would really take away. Um, yeah. Sean, Thanks for speaking with us today. There's so much more that we could get into that we're just we're running out of time. But tell people how they can get involved in your ministry or learn more about what you're doing 
give us websites, newsletters, whatever you've got. Yeah, I do have a newsletter, and you can contact me to receive that. My email address is online, phone number, all of that to contact me. But the website that has all of our Bible studies and everything would be www.civilmin.org. Well, we need to be praying for you because you're right in the middle of that spiritual arena. Thank you so much for being on the show. If you have a legal need or a question and want the perspective of a local Christian attorney, contact us at Malkin Baker. You can reach us at 312-726-1243 or at MalkBaker.com. That's MalkBaker.com, M-A-U-C-K-B-A-K-E-R.com. Thanks for listening. I'm Rich Baker, attorney for Malkin Baker, and this is Lawyers for Jesus Radio. Somebody, yes, indeed, you're gonna have to serve somebody.